Hi everybody, welcome to Successful Style. I'm Lance Avery Morgan and welcome to the place where success is a lifestyle. It is and I am Rob Giardinelli and today we are here at the Hotel Valencia in downtown San Antonio, Texas. And our special guest today is Queen of the Riverwalk, Tori Johnson. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Cue applause. Cue applause. Like that, right? Uh, Not if you're at a baseball game, but not if you're at a podcast. Or both. Yes. Who says you can't cheer at a podcast? That's true. I try and stop me. <laughs> hey, I'll take it. <laughs> oh goodness. Well, Tori Johnson, we have known you for quite a while. You're known to be one of the style, most stylish people in San Antonio, in the mm, greater San Antonio you. area. And the fact that you've been crowned as Queen of the Riverwalk, I would imagine there is a great story behind that. Let's jump into that, shall we? Well, thank you so much. Uh, serving as Queen of the Riverwalk is definitely a very big honor to have the opportunity to protect, promote, and preserve the Riverwalk, which is the crown jewel of our city, and we're right alongside of it right now. That's exactly right. Well, and the Riverwalk is something that a lot of people don't know is has not always been as wonderful as it is now mm-hmm. because of engineering and because of floods, natural disasters, um, neglect. There's a whole host of things. So you're here to help it be stay shiny and, and wonderful. That's correct. The uh, campaign actually served to raise funds for the Riverwalk, which okay. allows them to do all of the events that they do throughout the year to bring tourism to our great city. Now, are you going to have a parade or float for the Fiesta Parade? <laughs> Lots of them. Are you? Okay. <laughs> Are you really going to be in the parade? Yes, we have. We're about to go into fiesta season, which is going to be a very busy season for us. And that's right. I'm already working on my outfit. That's exciting. So how many how many events will you be going to during fiesta? Because, you know, for people who are not from San Antonio, fiesta is a weeks long. It takes over literally party that takes over San Antonio. You know, I haven't actually counted how many yet. I, I'm kind of scared to. Um, and now it's actually, it's Fiesta is now basically a full month. Gosh, um, so we have April. events starting very quickly here right. that benefit a variety of nonprofits throughout our city yeah. um, and really help to further a variety of initiatives. Well, I love that it's a community-wide celebration and it, it is, is steeped in history. Yes. I mean, that's really cool that it's something that goes back that has this incredible legacy still so vibrant it's such a part of the community absolutely it really um, portrays our the cultural richness that we have here in San Antonio which is one of the reasons that I absolutely love this city Um, so it's a really exciting event if you're ever having the opportunity to visit San Antonio I highly recommend doing it during Fiesta yeah and go down to the river wall where I think you wear a crown all day long and all night long absolutely I I might be sleeping in it (laughs) at this point (laughs) sleeping under the bridge yeah in a crown and scepter yes now what everyone wants to know has you have you practiced your weight Absolutely. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I've been working on it very, as much as I can. That is so awesome. But I think a lot of people know that you're not from San Antonio. Where are you from originally? So I'm actually from a South Texas cattle ranch family. My family's ranch is about a, about a little over an hour South. So you're good old born and bred Texas girl. Yeah. Um, But you spent time in Dallas. That's really how I I associate with you, how I associate you with your career where it really started to take off. Yes, it it did. I, um, at one time we were living in San Antonio and were transferred to Dallas. And that's really kind of where I like to say I, I got my feet 
what. Yeah. Um, went from the corporate communications world into that private PR agency world, mm-hmm. which, as you know, is fast and furious. Right. And right. it was, uh, I received a lot of really great experiences. Yeah. Well, and I know you through mutual friends as well as you write for Society Texas Magazine. You write yes. our Adore column every month. And, and that's always really fun, too, because so many people look to you for guidance for the latest in style and your choices and recommendations from you know the best new uh and you have a different theme every time too yes which is really cool and we i know that you know it's fun to always come up with new themes for you and you're right on it whatever it is you're on it which is I great am. yes i i love doing my column i like to say you know it's i really can't call it work because I, oh that's sweet i'm able to curate items that i love myself personally and that i believe our readership will love that's and right it's a it's a, a wonderful opportunity. So thank you. Well, good. Thank you for being so darn stylish <laughs> and making the world more stylish. I try. I try. Because it's not just in the magazine; it's on the website, which yeah. means it's international. So it reaches a lot of people. So yes. your your taste is global. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. I'll uh, I'll keep trying to make you proud. <laughs> you, you you better darn toot and do that. <laughs> <laughs> you are too funny. So you know, I want to go back to something you were saying a little bit earlier, just about making the leap from corporate communications to you know being on your own what yes. made you decide that that was the right thing for you uh, that's a really good question um, after being in the PR agency world for for quite a while at that time I was serving as vice president for a, a private PR agency there and I was doing a lot of traveling I was over primary their consumer divisions working yeah. a lot in New York we happened to have a couple fashion uh, brands that we did PR for in their launches so spending a lot of time in New York for fashion weeks media tours product launches uh, buyer meetings and at that time we were transferred back to San Antonio and we also decided it was time to start a family yeah. and so I decided at you know, I was going to jump off a cliff yeah. and somehow in my head, it seemed a really great idea to start a company while I was pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> what was the biggest challenge with that? Cause that's it. That's it. That's a merging of a lot of things at once. It's like, you know, the couples that, you know, move in together and have a wedding within 30 days <laughs> and buy a house and renovate and all that stuff. So how, how did you navigate that? It was definitely tough. I was very blessed to have a a client um, that was going to be starting with me right from the beginning. Mm -hmm. And then it was a lot of hard work. I, you know, didn't necessarily take your traditional uh, maternity leave. I worked with a, a baby on my hip and worked at all hours really trying to push my company to where I wanted it to be and so it could be established. Um, But also trying to find a new way to do PR that Mm -hmm. provided a little bit more of work-life balance. At that time, I also saw that PR was taking a turn. We weren't seeing kind of your traditional public relations working. We were starting to see a, a digital trend happening. And so I believed that I could create a... PR and marketing company that really specialized in digital as well as integrated uh, your traditional media relations. And then at the same time, I started my blog, which yeah, you right. both know about. The storybook. Yes, the storybook. The storybook, yeah. which is also ties together with my uh, public relations company, which is the storybook public relations. That's right. So, yeah. you know, with, telling stories, you know, and we do this to managing multiple brands. How do you, um, what's your secret to having continuity between, you know, between storybook PR and, and, and the blog? 
you know, it's it's really kind of easy. They both work hand in hand. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of uh, brands that may come for me for one or the other and learn about the other aspect of the company. And so truly, it's it's quite easy. It just kind of naturally happened. Now, you know, we kind of live in a world where it's DIY branding, DIY mm-hmm. Instagram um, branding. So would you recommend to someone starting out to start in more of that corporate environment to kind of create the foundation and create that sort of discipline that goes into working for yourself? Absolutely. Um, I personally am a huge proponent of it, particularly, well, especially in the public relations and marketing field. There's just a certain amount of foundation that you need to know from how to properly write a press release to how to to pitch media, how to write in AP style. That's right. Um, so I do think that foundation is really necessary, and I was very blessed to have that, and it, it really assisted me. Well, and as you know, it's become PR has become so specialized now that if you pitch, you don't write. If you write, you don't pitch. So there's not that all-encompassing generalist uh, public relations professional anymore. If there are, there it's pretty rare. And I think that's a shame. That's, um, that's something that I kind of pride myself on being. Um, and having a wide variety of experience so that I can provide my clients, and my, this goes you know, for my team as well, but so we can provide them a holistic approach to PR. Mm-hmm. Yeah, holistic is a, is a really key word with that. Yes. Because it's gotta be, it's, it's gotta be well-rounded. Correct, and sure. th- everything works together, so you can't, you need to have your left hand talking to your right, right. hand. Well, and we're also in a world that's so fast, especially with digital, like you were talking about earlier, that understanding multiple silos, because there may be, if if something comes up and the person in that silo is not available because they're out of the office or they're even on a conference call, having that versatility, I think, is really key. Absolutely. And having your strategy that incorporates a variety of initiatives across those different verticals, whether you have your you have your media relations campaign going, you have an event series going, as well as a digital mm-hmm. strategy strategy, having that work together is going to provide much stronger results. And speaking of events, you were closely and have been closely tied to FGI. Fashion yes. Group International. How has that experience been for you? That's been amazing. I previously served on the board of Fashion Group International, and that was also an honor. It's really exciting to see what they are doing here in San Antonio and really trying to continue to further the fashion industry here in San Antonio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is great. So I think Rob had a question that goes way back. It goes way back. <laughs> and back in the tell day. Us about, tell us about the first dollar you ever made. We were touching on it at a high level before, but I really want to know the intricacies of how that all happened. Well, I, I still say that my, my first job, I was I'm a proud Texas Aggie, went to Texas a and University and College Station. And um, and you guys have four-year programs now, don't you? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'm kidding. Shade. Said the University <laughs> of Texas Longhorn. Oh, throw in that shade. I love it. I love, <laughs> I love folks from a and I do. I do. I do. Uh, but we, um, at that time, I was um, very lucky. I can still remember my excitement when I was selected to um, be the communications assistant uh, for the director of communications for the George Bush School of Government and Public Service. And uh, that opportunity was incredibly valuable. We were able to work with former President Bush on a variety of initiatives. I was there for his uh, birthday when he propelled out of the sky and oh that's right yes yes as well as um we organized a variety of counterterrorism um 
uh, conferences Mm -hmm. and it was just a really wonderful event so I'd I'd go to classes in the morning and then I'd run to the George Bush school for work and then during the evenings I would work at the battalion as uh, the as fashion editor so excuse me fashion editor as well as front page designer wow fantastic wow all right so how do you balance because those are not two occupations two jobs that people would normally put in the same sentence what advice would you give to somebody who has to successfully and quickly switch gears what's what's your secret to doing that well, at that time, I was still trying to decide, did I want to go the journalism route or did I want to go the PR route? Mm-hmm. So what I was doing is, and I think this is really good advice for when you're a student, is take time to get those internships, get your yeah. feet wet, get some experience so you can learn what do you really want to do in, in mm-hmm. life? What do you want to grow up to be? Um, and really make the most of those opportunities that come your way. Well, and just to back up a little bit, for our listeners around the globe, and we have many um, the George Bush Presidential Library is on the Texas A&M University campus, so yes. that's the tie-in there, right? Correct. Yeah. Yes, uh, he he. Um, we are very blessed to have his library there, and as you know, with his um, recent passing, A&M was was much in in the news, and it was a very wow. sad time for us. That's um, right. But very very honored to have him. Yeah, absolutely. Now, do you have a? Did you ever have the chance to interact with him? And if so. Um, what's your favorite memory of him? Uh, that's funny. I, 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 yes, we did have opportunity to work together on on multiple occasions, and I. It was really interesting because I can I can say my first time ever meeting him was by chance. I was walking in the hallway to take something somewhere, and ran smack into his security guards, and they're oh. you know these big dudes and yes exactly and so you knew that if if they were on campus you knew he was coming and sure enough he was right behind him uh behind them I was able to meet him at that time introduce myself I was shocked and then the next time I met him I will never forget it he walked straight up to me and knew my name and that was really special to me and that's that's how he was it was almost like talking to your grandfather Um, but I was really honored that he, and I feel like I've said honored so many times, um, since we've been talking, but that was a true honor for him to remember my name and acknowledge me. So it was really special. Yeah. And by hulking security guys, we mean the secret service. Correct. Um, (laughs) Exactly. And 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 they do a great job. Yes. Right. Well, and I think that's the mark of any great leader, right? For the most part. And certainly every president like that, uh, certainly old guard as he was. You know, yes. names are important. People's identities are important, right, As a, in politics and beyond. Absolutely. I think that applies to everyday life. Absolutely. That's so true. So with meeting a lot of, so I, I want to stick to the subjects of names because yeah. I'm not as good at remembering names as Lance. <laughs> Do you have, mm. how good are you at that, at remembering names, and two, what's your trick to remember them? Oh, my goodness. I, I have to say, and I, oh. I'm good at remembering faces. I'm bad at remembering names. I'm the same way. I got you. I try. I try when I meet someone. You know what they say? You're supposed to say the person's name three Three times. times. I try that and... Oh, Lord have mercy. I, it's not <laughs> then, my best quality. And then create some sort of story that will associate the name with that person. Oh, okay. I need to try right? that then. Yeah. yeah, it's like a so, mnemonic almost. Okay. Yeah, mnemonic. Okay. Like, so with... If I just met Rob Giardinelli, I might think of Rob robbing a bank. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. That's really nice. I, most or, people will usually say my last name's like the chocolate. But I was we'll, going to say the we'll, chocolate. We'll go with yours. 
now or, now I will never forget your name, Rob. Right, exactly. <laughs> or Tori climbing a story of a building. There right? you go. So I remember Tori was Tori. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to try that next I try time. to be good names, but I, with names, but I, we all have so many names in our lives now. You just look at your email, for instance. Look how many complete strangers' names come up that you have to immediately think, do I know this person? Do I not know this person? Right. Do I want to open this? Does it have a virus? I mean, you just, I mean, there's just so much information out there. Yes. Yes, Certainly it's so in the true. Social media world. Not just names, but everything under the sun. You have to put connections and connect the dots as quickly as you can. That's true. Well, now you've been connecting the dots a lot with your clients. You have some fun clients. You want to share some insight with that? Oh, well, thank you so yeah. much. Um, we have a, a wonderful variety of clients from national clients all the way to some amazing local clients yeah. here in San Antonio. That's right. Very excited um, to be working with the amazing Erin Condren, who yeah. you know. Yes. Um, excellent life planners, stationery, paper products, um, all the way to a wide variety of others. So yeah. And wonderful when, client list. And you just um, did an event with Mondo Guerra, right? At yes. the McNay Art Museum. Yes. Um, How was that? The photos looked incredible from it. Yes, it was a really exciting event. I'm lucky to call Mondo a friend. And um, his collection was incredibly interesting, yeah. very vibrant, very yeah. San Antonio. That's one of the reasons he wanted to bring it here to San Antonio is mm -hmm. he really was inspired by San Antonio on his last visit. Yeah. And I thought you could see that in the collection. Because he doesn't live here. He's from New York. He lives in New York. Right? He's originally from Denver, but right. he does call New York home currently. That's right. And I think most people would know him. All of our listeners would know him at, from his Project Runway days, right? Correct. Yes. And he has become a mentor on some of the episodes yes. uh, in the later seasons as well so yes. very talented so I'm guessing it was a very colorful collection absolutely colorful there was a lot of bling feathers colors perfect you just name it all it, it was very like Texas you were one of his muses oh. with, that, with all those details <laughs> I, w I wish I could say that but Oops. but it was a, it was really wonderful and it's also exciting to see what the McNay has been doing here in San Antonio absolutely. as well absolutely all yeah. the all the visual arts components of this city absolutely I think we're really on the cusp of seeing San Antonio grow to that next level that's right. Tell us about the style of San Antonio that you're seeing these days. That's a good question. I um, San Antonio is, I would definitely say, much more laid back mm -hmm. in terms of our style, but mm -hmm. we, we like to get dressed up as well. Um, again, you see that uh, cultural richness that we have here in terms of seeing those vibrant colors. Fiesta yeah. really comes out. Right, right. But it's definitely unique, I think, from the other Texas cities. I know we've talked about it before yes. about mm -hmm. each Texas city has its own personality. It sure does. Yeah. And, and I think you really see that when it comes to the fashion. Yeah. 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 So San Antonio is, has, is steeped in heritage. And so I think that affects a lot of the style as well, which is yes. neat. I mean, there's a real legacy to the style. Yeah. True. That's yeah. that's really true. And just like I was saying a minute ago, we, we have a lot of exciting things coming out right mm -hmm. now. We have designers who are starting to come from San Antonio and really starting to make their mark on the world. Right. We'll see that we're seeing them in Project Runway Samantha and other Placencia. Placencia, yes, she's yeah. she talented. is. Yeah. Yeah. So there there's there's quite a few exciting things happening here right now. I'm excited to be a part of it. Yeah, you're in the middle of it. You are. I try. Well, and while we're on the subject of style, who were some of your biggest style influences? Yeah. growing up uh you know it's let's see here so i would say in terms of today we're talking kind of celebrity yeah. i um i have always really loved 
surprisingly Victoria Beckham style. No, she's so oh, cool. she's great. Yes, I I think she does an amazing job of designing for the female body. Mm-hmm. I love you know her clean lines, her sleekness um, to everything that she does. Um, so I would say in in terms of today, that's somebody who I frequently watch. And I love to see. Okay. You yeah. know, each of her collections come out. That's a, what a great influence. She really is. And she's, uh, it's also exciting to see everything, see f- how much she's evolved. I mean, if you yeah, want right. to talk to somebody who's evolved oh style, totally. From that Spice is her. Girl to well, fashion designer icon. Yes, right? exactly. Yeah. And here's the deal I, I think people's style. On a certain level, it's learned, and on another level, it's innate. But when you're a music star like she was in the 90s, it wasn't necessarily, she was a lot of times probably told what to wear as opposed to just showing, showcasing and showing her style. Now, being married to David Beckham would give me confidence too, so (laughs) I understand that part Uh, of it. Making note of that. (laughs) Good to know. know. Yes, she's, she's been really interesting to follow, and it's, it's, great to see what she's doing nowadays and then of course as as you know someone who has inspired me for a really long time is obviously the amazing Karl Lagerfeld yes and following what he has done at the house of Chanel and Fendi and what I have always been really drawn to him is how he makes fashion experiential Mm -hmm. you get you don't just you know get to see it's not just an outfit it's an experience it's everything from touch taste smell yeah enveloping all of your senses yeah i mean he's the master and he he definitely leads it leaves a great void he is. truly right does now. well and i meant to ask you have you seen the um netflix it was a one hour show it's like the last seven days i think it's the title of it and they do like um various big events so like one of them was like the kentucky derby with like the final seven day countdown one of them was a chanel show oh in the grand goodness. palais so you got to watch oh, that i have Petit not Palau. but i'm Palau. gonna go oh, home no, tonight yeah, yes. yeah. what is it called the grand palais at the louvre oh, okay i'm where, going where they do the fashion yes. so just go to netflix and if you typed up carl lagerfeld it would probably come up yes. in one of it's the episodes cool. but it was really it. cool oh yeah. uh, tonight that's what i'm doing tonight good <laughs> As you practice your Queen of the Riverwalk yeah. speeches and, and pick out your outfits that you're going to well, wear. And she'll, she'll, see, she'll see models. Tori will see models walk. So she'll be able to practice her walk there and her wave. I think she doesn't need that practice. <laughs> but it's always good just to kind of reacquaint. Or reinvent. Or reinvent. Or adjust or tweak or any of those types of things that That's we want to talk That's about. That's a good point. That's a good point. There is always room for improvement. Amen to that. I think we're all evolving every day. So uh, let's see. What other fun things can we talk about? Because Tori is so multi faceted that yeah, um, yeah. I know that one of our questions for you we had um, wanted to know who you would have to dinner you'd want to have like famous people that you'd want to have dinner with that you think oh are interesting goodness. who are yes. fascinating and all that was that one of the questions we talked about we haven't maybe but, not okay we, we are now so oh, many well. people going Put through my mind well spot. you both of course oh, you're, very, <laughs> oh, you're very sweet I was going to say one million Twitter followers, or they, <laughs> or they're deceased, is is the bar. Yeah. Uh, let's see. How about um, Princess Kate? Okay, good choice. Okay. And what, what about fun. what about her fascinates you? 
Um, the fact that she's a princess. <laughs> um, <laughs> Said the you queen. Know, everything, yes. you know, really everything about her, I think she has such impeccable style. Yeah. Um, but she's also been changing the way things are, are, are done in the monarchy. You've seen her, yeah. you've actually seen her repeat clothes, mm-hmm. but style them in a right. different way. That's something we've never seen before. Yeah. Um, she's just fascinating. Um, also, let's see here. In terms of from the fashion world, I think I've mentioned this to you before. I think I've mentioned this to you before, Lance. Yeah. Tim Gunn. Totally. I, yeah. I love Tim Gunn. I and I, I believe you've sat down with him before we, as we well. We have been with Tim Gunn a few yeah. times. Yeah. Oh, I'm he jealous. did a talk. Yeah. He did a talk lo- about a year ago at. Um, he was in Austin for an event with the Women's Symphony mm-hmm. League. Yeah. And it was really, really fascinating because he really went into the detail of the early days of Project Runway in particular and how he kind of got involved with the franchise and all that. So it was really an interesting. Really, an interesting well, guy with a great and also with FIT and how he helped yeah. evolve the program mm-hmm. from what it used to be. So mm-hmm. it used to not be for as much of career-minded people who could go out and make a living. It was kind of just from a purely design aesthetic mm-hmm. and aspect, which which is great. But as far as the practical business approach to design, interesting. How do you manufacture correctly? How do you market? How do you merchandise? All those things that a lot right. of people just don't know. Sure, sure. You know? That's why I think he would be such interesting dinner conversation. I agree. Yeah. So let's let's do dinner with Kim. Can y'all oh, make right. that okay. happen? So yeah, there we go. Five right there. there Perfect. There's five, yes. five got it. Of and us. your husband too. Your husband too, Tori. He can join because he's going to bring the wine. Oh, there you go. Right? There we go. <laughs> Mr. Wine Guy. There you go. That sounds fabulous there to me. Go. I know. That's funny. Oh, goodness. Now, while we're on the subject of style, what is the last costume? you wore and why'd you choose it well it wasn't well it was fabulous because it was special but every halloween i do dress up with my darling boys oh cool yes so we were um i was mrs incredible elastigirl and and the boys of course were were the kids and we do that every year it's a, a tradition for us and the boys get to pick what we're being. Oh, so. cool. Now, how do you get the boys to agree? And what happens when they the don't oldest, agree? The oldest decides. I can tell you that right Correct. now. Correct. Right. Okay. Currently, the oldest has decided. I'm a little bit worried about the coming year. We'll have to oh, have to figure that out because my, really? my youngest is getting much more vocal. Um, okay. But yes, the, the, they decide. And luckily, this year, we were all about The Incredibles. Now, is it based on the latest cool movie, video game that, that they have exposure to? Pretty much Disney yeah. movies. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that's a good foundation. Yes, we, we do try to, you know, of course, limit screen time and, right. and, and do what we can. Yeah. To, um, but yes, I have movies. a feeling Aladdin may be in the mix because that's supposedly a big hit for this summer. I think so. Aladdin yeah. and Dumbo, I and think. And Dumbo. Yeah. yeah, I love the original. That's right. That's coming out as a movie. And who's in, like, it had a bunch of big names. Elephants. I can't remember them all. Elephants. Yeah. The actors. <laughs> Elephants the everywhere. I'm oh, talking okay. about the humans in it. Yes. Um, Danny DeVito was Yeah, he one was of one of them. Yeah. I remember I seeing that. that. Yeah. Will Smith is doing the genie in Aladdin. Aladdin. Without the blue face. Yes, yes. So it'll be interesting. Yes. Yeah. We have just covered a, a oh gamut God. of topics on this podcast. Popculture.com right here. <laughs> I'm telling you. And we're having dinner with Princess Kate and well, that's the most important. That's the most important thing of all. So um, when, when you do get dressed up, and go out um what tends to be what do you tend to see most in just in terms of color lately in terms of cuts of cuts of dresses and and even what the men are wearing what where are some of the trends you're kind of seeing currently 
That's also a good question. I would say, of course, you know, every year we watch for what that Pantone color of the year is going and to be. we know what it is because you've already reported on it, yep, living coral. That living coral. So we're starting to see that come out a little bit more. We haven't seen a ton of it yet, but as we go into spring and summer, it's going to be yeah. everywhere. Yeah. So that's happening a lot. In terms of men's fashion, you know, I would have to say that's your expertise. <laughs> We've never had any complaints. Anything goes. That's kind of yeah. the deal. Hey, that Anything sounds goes. good to me. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah, and I'm really kind of more, I always pay attention to the people that, you know, will do something outside of just a tux with a traditional bow tie, whether they wear mm -hmm. a long tie. I don't have a big head, so for me, I got to wear a long tie because otherwise I just, I don't look right, I don't think, anyway, that's my opinion. And I um, bet you look great in but, everything. But Lance loves wearing, you know, a white dinner jacket in the summer mm -hmm. or a velvet yes. dinner jacket in the winter. And, you know, those types of things, I think, really just stand, you know, help people stand out and stick out in the crowd. Um, Diffa was recently in Dallas, um, and I'm not sure if you ever had gone to that when you lived there, but all kinds of, for men, crazy style. With crazy style. Crazy style is the yeah. best way to describe it. Which, uh, which exciting. brings to mind with Fiesta, mm -hmm. how have you decided your outfits? Is it things that our, because a lot of people want to take their photos with you, right? Yes. So it's got to be colorful and vibrant, I would imagine. How do you decide? How does... What does that look like to you? I base the I base each outfit on um, the particular event, whether it's a brunch, indoors, outdoors, mm -hmm. parade. Flambeau is an evening; it's a night parade. Yeah, so okay. that's a, a big one. It's very big, and so you'll see a lot of light up, a lot of sparkle. Yeah, um, you have LED lighting, nightgowns. I mean, evening gowns. You'll have to wait and see. Oh my gosh! Ooh, fun. That would be really <laughs> fun. How cool is that? Yes, you'll you'll have to wait and. See see yeah. um, but yes each each event um, has its own themes and of course you know we live in Texas so we have to dress for our environment and think, about, yeah. and think about those temperatures a little bit right um, but that's one of the fun things I think is is getting to change your your fashion based on an event right. and really yeah. get into the mood of yeah. it now do you have the same tiara for every event or do you have a spare I don't have a spare. Um, so you have to be have really careful crown. with that. Yes. it's <laughs> uh, My crown's pretty solid. <laughs> okay, good. Yes. Good, yeah. It's pretty solid and, and pretty heavy, but and when you put I'm not that complaining. on, how does it change your persona? Good you question. Feel? That is a great question. Um, you know, it, it makes me very, um, it gives me a great pride. It gives me mm -hmm. a great pride for the city. Mm -hmm. Um it's also again with that that word honor yeah. you know yeah. it it makes me stand up a little bit straighter um, and try to represent my city the best that I can. Good for you. I think you're doing it. Yeah, by me too. Operating in it at a high level like you're doing. Thank you so much. Yeah, very much so. Well, in the state, really. Yeah. Thank yeah. You. Absolutely. And we're about we're about out of time, but we want to end with one question and that is what do you think all stylish people possess? I think this is the word you're probably going to hear over and over again, and it's confidence. Okay. You know that All you're right. going to... That's a good choice. You know, um, I think I actually heard Matt Swinney on one of your podcasts talking yeah. about yes. it, that yeah. if you have confidence, you can wear anything. You yeah. can... True. 
you can walk outside in a paper bag, you know, yeah. and say, this is the newest trend. Right. As long as it fits well. <laughs> yeah, <right>. yes. <laughs> as long as it's cut well. Um, but it's, but it's true. Confidence is something that, um, I have gained with age and hope I continue yeah. to, to gain. Right. Um, but it gives you a little bit more insight into your own personal styles mm-hmm. and you have to have the confidence to, to wear what you want to wear. Don't yeah. feel like you have to be dictated by what's on the runway, by what's being sold in the store. Yeah. Define, you know, define what looks best on your body yeah. and rock it. Rocket. Ooh, rocket. I think that's <laughs> by I think Johnson. that is the perfect way to end. Now, if yes, anyone please. if anyone wants to follow you on social media or reach out to reach out to you on your platforms, what are what are the website addresses and social media handles for your platforms? My website, the blog, is called The Storybook and it's at thestorybook.com and you can also find me on Facebook, Instagram and pretty much every other social media yeah. outlet that out there. <laughs> everything. Yeah. You have a yes. huge following. Thank you very much. I'm great. blessed well with deserved. wonderful wonderful followers and readers who yeah. I've had the opportunity to get to know and yeah. enjoy talking with on a daily basis. The queen of the river walk yes. speaks. They're going to love it. Yeah. <laughs> thank you both well, very thank you much. For, well, thank you for being here. Will you come back? Absolutely. Anytime. Because okay. we didn't make you cry today. Rob did not make you cry. I know. <laughs> I Maybe tried. next time he'll make I you try. cry. <laughs> I even wore my waterproof mascara. Oh, <laughs> wear it next time because this is going to happen next time. <laughs> no, it was a true honor and lots of fun. Well, yeah. great. Well, thanks for being here. I'm Lance Avery Morgan. And I'm Rob Giardinelli signing off from the Valencia Hotel in downtown San Antonio with Success with Style, reminding you that great style starts by having a unique point of view. Have a great day, everyone. Bye, everyone. Thank you.